0: Thank you for joining us in our study of Hebrews chapter 5. We concluded our program yesterday with verse 10, where it talks about Jesus being designated by God a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Christ was exalted to a much higher order of priests than Aaron and his sons in the Old Testament. The order of Melchizedek is based on God is swearing, he took an oath, and designated Jesus the Messiah as a high priest after the order of this king who's mentioned in Genesis chapter 14. Now, the reason he is of a higher order is because the priests of old were temporary, but he is eternal. He's a priest forever. Now, the believer, obviously... As a priest, and he's already in heaven, not trying to gain recognition from the Father, but seated in the place of honor as the one who perfectly carried out the Father's will on earth. God gave him a body to be sacrificed for us. He became that sacrifice when he died on that cross in order to give his life for you and for me. Now, I'm satisfied with my priest in heaven. He has brought me to God, and I'm not going to cover myself with false humility by acting like I'm not good enough to be brought to God. Of course I'm not good enough. That's not the question. If I were, I would not need a priest. But God has appointed a priest for us, and he was good enough. Now, that's why Jesus continually in the Gospels called on men to believe in him, not in themselves. Why then? With a priest approved by God, who has ended all sacrifices by giving himself once for all, why do I need a human priest? What would his function be? I no longer need a human mediator. Christ is that. I need no human intercessor. Christ does that. I need no advocate to represent me before God. Christ does that also. I need no priest to offer a sacrifice. Christ is my sacrifice and my great high priest. Do you see, dear friends, why religion is so useless in reaching God? Everything has already been done. God wants us to believe it. And God waits for you to believe what the Bible declares has already been done. And when you do, that's faith. When you believe it, you will value it. And you will rely upon it totally. True faith also means that you will rely on nothing else. No man, no priest, no sacrifice. When you do that, You will be in agreement with God, and he will give you eternal life because you will value Christ as the Father does. Now we begin with verse 11, which reads, About this we have much to say. About what? About this order of Melchizedek and how Christ was appointed a priest after his order. He writes, About this we have much to say, which is hard to explain, since you have become dull of hearing. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of God's word. You need milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, and those who have their faculties trained by practice to distinguish good from evil. The author of Hebrews has been writing about Jesus Christ's special ministry as a high priest. As Christians, we don't commonly discuss this aspect of his ministry. We're given to discussions of Jesus as a great teacher, and the world agrees with that. Also, people talk about Jesus the healer and Jesus the compassionate, Jesus the miracle worker, Jesus the prophet and above all as the Son of God and Jesus the coming King. Why then the emphasis in Hebrews about his high priestly role? For the reason that the author is writing to Hebrew Christians and secondly, there is a doctrinal error of major consequence among some of these people that calls for an unusual emphasis on the priesthood, an emphasis Not likely necessary when writing to Gentile believers who aren't concerned about the rituals of the Old Testament priesthood and Judaism. Christianity, remember, is not a supplement to Judaism. It is presented in the Bible as a substitute for Judaism. Hebrews 10, verse 9 tells us, He abolishes the first in order to establish the second. And Hebrews 9.13 states, In speaking of a new covenant, he treats the first as obsolete. Our problem is, we want to retain the old covenant and live for Christ. You can't do it. Christ has a better way. He has given us his spirit and he has given us a new commandment. To love one another as he loved us. And when we comply with that one, we have fulfilled everything the Old Testament law has asked of any man. Because of the author's emphasis on the priesthood of Jesus in heaven, having offered himself as a sacrifice on earth, the author has given us a clue to the peculiar problem of the Hebrews. There appears throughout this epistle, a need to exalt Jesus over Moses, over angels, and now over Old Testament priests. That's a strong clue. People who need such teaching either never regarded Jesus as superior because of their reverence for Old Testament persons and practices, or because they have returned to Judaism after believing in the Messiah. Now, with this background, we can better interpret the difficult passages which are coming up in chapter 6, over which Christians have argued for centuries without making much progress. The world's best Bible teachers differ by 180 degrees on the meaning of chapter 6, which we'll be discussing in another program shortly. Now, returning to our text, we see in verse 10 a reference to Melchizedek, an eternal priest, And he'll be discussed when we get to chapter 7. Verse 11 is a reference to him. That is verse 11 of Hebrews chapter 5. About this we have much to say which is hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. How are they dull of hearing? Well, the subject here is the ministry of Christ as a high priest. The author wants to teach more on this subject, but hesitates because of their dullness. What does the word dull mean? Well, it can mean not alert, and also that they are slow or sluggish in learning. This word is also found in chapter 6, verse 12, where it reads, so that you may not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Verse 11 of this chapter tells us that they have become dull, implying an earlier state of being teachable. We might ask, was there a cessation of growth or carelessness in regard to learning about Jesus on the part of these Hebrews? And is there an application for us? Perhaps so. If we are guilty of some practice that is inconsistent with the complete priestly ministry of Christ, we might be the kind of people to whom the author refers. Now, what might be inconsistent with Christ's priestly ministry? Well, I have some suggestions. You might, first of all, be unconvinced that his sacrifice was complete and final. Secondly, you might, if you're a Jew, want to return to the need for an animal sacrifice. Just in case Jesus is not enough, you might want that animal sacrifice for insurance. And third. You might go to a man to intercede for you, being unconvinced that Christ is doing this in his priestly role in heaven. And you might not be convinced that God ended the priestly order of Judaism. All that would be inconsistent with the priestly ministry of Jesus. Now, apparently, some of these people, addressed by the author, once fully accepted the teaching about Jesus... But now there is some apathy regarding the importance of Jesus Christ. We gather this from the entire context of the book. We also get it from this chapter in the portion under study. We can only understand if we are loyal to the context. Now in verse 12, the writer gives us this. For though by this time you ought to be teachers... You need someone to teach you again the first principles of God's word. You need milk, not solid food. When he said, for when for the time, that implies that considerable time had elapsed since the gospel came to these people and when they first learned the first principles of God's word. They should, the author believes, be teaching others the basics. Not as professional teachers, obviously. We can all find someone who knows less. The Christian faith was propagated by people gossiping the gospel because of their conviction that Jesus died for them and rose again. Now, these Hebrews not only need to learn important things about the priesthood of Christ, as represented in the life of Melchizedek, but they also need to be taught the ABCs of the Christian faith because they have departed from them. Now, we are reminded of Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1. Therefore, we must pay the closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. Apparently, some of these Hebrews drifted and they need to get the basic course again. The author declares that. He said you need someone to teach you again the first principles of God's word. What does this mean? The words, first principles. Well, these are the basics of divine revelation. They are the rudiments of the oracles of God. Romans chapter 3 verse 2 says that the Jews were entrusted with the oracles of God. It's a reference to God's word. Now, in most areas of learning, there are basics. In college, we call them introductory courses. They are prerequisites for upper-level courses. And to proceed without these means that a student must ask for definitions and explanations which were covered in the basic course. Now, the basic principles in mathematics are the multiplication tables there are basic principles to the Christian faith, and if they need to be taught again the basics, it must mean that they have either forgotten them, or more likely, they have let them slip away. Otherwise, the author would not insist on reteaching them. Time doesn't permit today to discuss those basics, but I'm going to do that at the beginning of tomorrow's program. There are things which we cannot let slip away. If you are not sure what God expects of you in order to enter his heaven, our free booklet entitled Heaven's Password will be of help to you right for your free copy. Ask for Heaven's Password. It's free. Until tomorrow, this is Nick Calavota reminding you that the word gospel means good news.
1: Our address
0: is Radio Bible Courses, Post Office Box 149. 149- one Six Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Seven zero eight nine eight. The website is rbcword.org.